Celtics. This is brutal power, wrapped in an elegant machine. Welcome back, darling. He got checked, the champ. Kingston Town can't win. It's going to get desperate. But a champion becomes a legend. Vroom, vroom, vroom. The car's leaving the ball. Gay dollars months ago. Here he comes. Boom, right over the top. But out the bush, it is 15, Lance Clare. She'll have to pogo stick over the field to win from there. Strike me, Pinky, thread at the eye of the needle. Can he stay? Huh? He'd stay till closing time. You can take me now. I have seen it all. It's time. Hey, guys. Sorry. I forgot to hit record at the start of the podcast, so we'll pick it up where I hit record. Cheers. All the best on Saturday. Um, the other one, Nordic used to be up in Sydney with John O'Shea. Did nothing up there, but he's um he's clearly had issues and he had two runs in seven hundred and twenty days, but um two Mike Maroney runs have been good, so I'd I'd give him some sort of little hope and, and Basawa is a, a horse from New Zealand who had one prep for Danny O'Brien and ran into Thunderstruck a couple of times after a good Australian debut, so he's probably a better horse this time around as well. So, actually, think it's a, a really, really good race. Yeah, one uh, of those really, really good race. But Litchfield County's good enough to win it, and and I think you can ignore two bad starts. And yeah. beautifully, it seems like the market won't, well, no. has, hasn't yet. And I, you know, I don't, I don't see how he's going to be particularly popular. So, the market is very fixated on recent form, isn't it? Yeah, fair enough. I, I mean, it makes sense. It and. Results will tell you that's probably the right way to loosely trend. But if you want to beat the market, you're going to have to do something different. And if you can find a way to to back one that got beat 12 lengths last start, that's a good idea. We'll jump back up the highway. So this goes against my rule. With So J-Mac jumped off one. Always break your rules. That's rule number one. Rule number one. Never really have rules. But Never I found break them. Welsh, Welsh legend. I still can't believe it got beat last start. It was... You don't see James that confident on the turn and Snowden's horse just picks up picks it up on the inside and unfortunately goes down narrowly. Now she was fourteen hundred to two thousand. She's not a prolific winner, which, you know, they can pay three from thirty, but I feel now she's had that better base. J Mac jumps off and so we're now getting eight dollars for Jason Collett, who wrote her well, well first up was looked to be, you know, giving her a run almost. Um, she hit the line well, over 1,400, straight to 2,000. Now third up, she's had that base. And on that last start, I have a top rated in the race. Is it Hueta? How do you pronounce that? Hueta. Hueta. I can't, I don't understand why Born and King is favourite. I don't know, like Hueta at least has won. Oh, that's out of the same race. It's out of the same race. It's, oh, a, okay. it's a weight swing to Welsh legend having beat Born and King. So I, I don't understand why it's $8 and $4 and... Last start, they actually met. So, Borna King, 380, Welsh Legend, 550. She beats him. And then now it turns around, it's $4 and $8. They've crawled and zinged home there, and the winners come from last. It's favourite, isn't it? Yeah. It's got to be favourite. Yeah. Synthetical filler first time. Yeah. Okay. For that thing. And then the, yeah. Out of those three, I still want to back Welsh Legend. She started favourite. Borna King's the one to get. If you want to, yeah. If you want to smoke one, smoke it, get rid of it. And then I do love those races where you get the market's dominated by one form race. So you've got those three coming through that race and then you have J-Mac on Waller's horse, Lord Ardmore, who beat Media Stargast well. He ran into Mighty Bill two back and did beat Mighty Bill three back. So on form, he's an easy one to find, leads from an inside draw. It's a good race as well, actually. Yeah, it's a good race. I've backed Welsh Legend, I think, each way. I'll be surprised if she misses each way. 
from that draw looks to get the one one for Collett. So I think I'm happy to take on Huerta and Borna King. Collett plus two point three. Yeah. And again we're getting a price because it's J Mac off. So I thought Welsh Legend each way, one of the better bets on the program, and then I'll probably just save on J Max mount. Obviously trending the right Given way. Given your Waller jockey power rankings, have you got Wheelhouse anywhere? <sighs> and we want to find non winners. Here he is. Here here he is. He's probably going better than it looks, isn't he? I think and he probably is, yes. Now he gets a 2,000 metres, fourth up, Bowman sticks. I know they weren't vintage editions of either race, but fourth, fifth, Ramwick, Rosehill, Guineas, off-season handicapping. Like yeah. That's a, I mean... You'd be disappointed if you can't win it. It was probably it where those races were destined to throw their winners, to be honest. I mean, Mwanga was, was a good... Probably should have won both um, and probably should have won the Rosehill, Guineas convincingly so you can take him out but the rest of the race right was this is where they were headed but still it's it's got to be good form for here right yeah the interesting one got to be Mubara's top of the weights he's loomed up in both runs and just peaked on it I'm still not sure if he's going to be one run short on the weekend but I think he's one you sort of want to it's not even in the quaddy I was going to say put it in your quaddy but it's interesting. I reckon he's one run away. Do people still do early quaddies? <laughs> I think he's one, probably one run away. I'd say next start, J-Mac gets on fourth up. He probably wins. So you sort of want him to run well, but not too well. But I think he's one, you know, you can follow out a Saturday and I expect you're going to get a collect from him this time in. How many of these is Waller Train? All of them. <laughs> this is why I bet in Melbourne. Well, this is why <laughs> I have that jockey hierarchy. Because otherwise yeah. you go round and round in circles. It's just easier. It saves you a lot of time. Who's James riding? Okay, that's the stable elect. Who's Bowman riding? That seems to be second elect. And then you look down in the weights. So, and that would sort of, and the rest you sort of, like for me, Tom Sherry on Mubarez. So Bowman could ride it, which tells me that I don't think he's ready. He's on a quick backup up in trip. So they're two things you can find, but I'd say he's one run short. And next time is when he'll win. And Bowman on McDonald will be on. Yeah, okay. No, it makes sense. And then we've had a... Oh, okay. <laughs> While we're touching on non-winners, what did you make of Port Louis on Wednesday? Is he a non-winner or he just ran a stinker? Or I think he just ran a bad race. Yeah. I mean, I, sa- I said that after... <laughs> he's not a non-winner because he thinks he won... He doesn't know he didn't win at Flemington. There's no way he knows he didn't win at Flemington. Like he got better with like he he hasn't got the he's they don't have thumbs he can't hold a photo he know he knows <laughs> he knows what stall he comes back into I have no idea he knows knowing where the winning post is is one of the stupidest stories we tell ourselves none of them do not even the ones who always find it I tell you who does William Pike yeah, you watch enough races and watch him when he gets over their neck and pushes their head down in the photo yeah why does he have to push their head down because they don't know <laughs> <laughs> he's just encouraging they know yeah. no I think um. Big Boy Roy could be touted, I guess, as a bit of an, a non-winner or lacking desire, as some people like to say. He's finished second in four of his last six, but I think he's racing really well. He bumped into Catalan, who got the drop on him. And, and he the, thinks he beat. Yeah, he thinks he won. Fitness edge. And I think second up, he looks extremely well placed down in the weights. J-Mac obviously won't ride him at 54. He'll ride him a kilo over, but he still looks... Extremely well placed. He actually, his last win, he beat Frosty Rocks Boxing Day last year. And at the weights, it's around a five-length turnaround, having beaten him. So at the moment, it's, you know, Frosty Rocks is $5. Big Boy Roy 
is $3. He beat him the last time they like he won. So for me, I'd mark Frosty Rocks a much bigger price. And can Mark Big Boy Roy around 6-4 to four in this race? Oof. That's what you want to hear. Yeah. Yeah, I think Oscar Zulu is one. He's a nice horse. Yeah. And one for, now this is in the quaddy, certainly one for the quaddy. His form actually ties in with Big Boy Roy and sort of meets him better at the weights with not a great deal between them the last time they met. Waller first up probably needs it, but the fact they throw him in this race first up suggests he's probably going well and he can, you know. And the one for me as well, Dream Circle down the bottom, went really well first up, last start, probably just got too far back behind special reward, but now quick back up, 1,400 inside draw, hoping, you know, can settle a bit closer and now, you know, Sherry can claim. So Just skimming through this, I reckon I'd mark them 9-1 to one the field. Really? Random odds. This is a roulette wheel job. What do you mean? I love these races. So do I. But for very different reasons, I suppose. Yeah. So <laughs> Not for marking one 250. So what about Batiga? You give your mate Batiga a, oh, another run at it? You look at, you know, when you look at horses and you're like, you should have just won so many more races, mm. and that's Batiga. He, yeah, has to be some chance. I mean, I'm seeing a lot of numbers there that I think are. Um, just about winning numbers. It's just that none of them are winning. Yeah, and eventually you get into a race that you can win. Yeah, which is probably Saturday. So he's run, got a big plus on him first up last year. He's and then his next first up run, he's chased Gem Song. He thinks he won. Just missed Cascadian in behind him. They go pretty close. Yeah, they go pretty close. I think for me, the Bodega is just a bit of a sticky draw for him. He's one of that caught in between. I wasn't sure if. They're going to roll forward because he, pretty sure he led and won his trial, and oh, okay. so he can be positive. He's one of those horses that can be either or, but with the speed on in the race, are they just going to concede and go back? And then if they are going to go back, he probably gives them too big a start, and he's you know next time. Mm. And really, he's five dollars. You're not. Oh, is he? Yeah, you're okay, not actually. I thought I was being trendy. Sorry. Yeah, no, you're not actually getting much. Okay. Yeah, no, that seems. It seems a bit. I'm nine to one bigger or, or no bet. Yeah, I don't think. We'll see. That look, so Frosty Rocks for me, if I'm that keen, I can't have him. Purple Sector report, I mean, Bowman on first up's interesting. Uh, he's apparently got his feet right, but I'd want to see it. Prime Candidate, no. Bodega, if they go back, no. Uh, the Lord Mayor, no. Oscar Zulu, yes. Big Boy Roy, Dream Circle. Always a little bit of a concern when I like all the horses at the bottom of the weights. Because, yeah. as you know, they're the least performed. So, so you gave Prime Candidate the quick The big flip. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That big parade second up run, That's and even the Quantico race, good race. Yeah, fair fair way ago, though. Hmm. He ran it. Well, not that bad. Nice I think he's levelled out. And the level oh, he's at. Well, yeah. Yeah. I think nice. the level he's at this prep doesn't win it. no better. But yeah. are any of them? Maybe Oscar. But not here. Yeah. So you want to, yeah. It'd be interesting to see. There's a few I reckon you can follow. Want to see Bodega come back and run well. It's just if they go back and concede, that'd be my concern for him. Yeah. Oh, I'm tipping a uh, 10-way dead heat. Good luck, Darren Flindell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not a, we touched on earlier, not a bad card at Ramwick on Saturday. I think there's, you know, a few interesting races. Stinsaland's, um, Stinsaland kicks off. In the first for Waller. Sure. 
Huh? Yeah, she'd, she'd beat him. Interesting because looking at the figures of the exposed in the first race, there doesn't look to be much there at all. So it wouldn't have to be a superstar to win that and kicks off about a month later than what Snitzerland did as a two-year-old. She kicked off on Cup Day. So his first trial was so-so, but he looked he took a lot of improvement from that because his second trial was a lot better. So I think he's interesting. Interesting to see what the market does with him. While she it, came down to Mornington, Snitzerland, I think, from, from memory. Do you remember backing her at Mornington? Oh, really? Yeah, she came as a two-year-old. I think she might have. Maybe she kicked off in Sydney and then came down to Mornington for one of those like Inglesy. Oh, she kicked off at at Flemington Cup Day. Ah, uh, okay. And then she might have gone to Mornington for something, or maybe I'm thinking of something else. I think it might have been her. Don't mention it to the boss. I know. Still reeling. Early prices. <laughs> Early prices. Golden Slipper, and she's hit the front. I saw him tense up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she was home. But Gay told us months ago. <laughs> yeah. 